What's up, my dudes? <laughs> Welcome to And It's Writing, a live streaming podcast where two writers have a few drinks and some laughs while we revise our old work. I'm DC McNaughton. I am a speculative and historical fiction writer, but maybe not for long. <laughs> historical fiction part for a reason. Um, uh, I'm going to share what I'm reading first, which is the uh, I'm, I'm reading Forging a Nightmare by Patricia Jackson. I cannot talk because I have already been drinking. <laughs> um, Patricia Jackson, it is fun so far. Um, she is awesome at riding horses and I'm like having a great time reading this super fucking nerdy book about like, not like a nightmare like you have in when you're asleep, but like a nightmare, like the nightmares like from dungeons and dragons kind of lore like the the horse the horse kind of nightmare if you don't know what that is look it up because they're awesome um and I, I have news today for anybody who hasn't been on my twitter you suck um <laughs> you should be following my fucking twitter uh i finally got an agent Yay! I am I am now represented by Sarah Meg Megabo, I think is how you say it. I should probably ask her how she pronounced her last name. Because I've I've heard people say Megabo, and I'm like, is that is that right? Am I saying it wrong? I should probably ask her to be more informed. I should do that. I've um listened to podcasts she, that she's been on, and now I'm trying to remember. Now I don't know. Now I feel I feel unintelligent. She's probably laughing at me right now. Who knows? Maybe she's here. Maybe she's not. We just don't know. Um, she's probably not. She's very nice. <laughs> she is very, very nice. I love her already. She's very nice. She's already really great at communication. It's nice having an agent that's as good at communication as I am. Um, and she's with KT Literary. I'm very excited. I didn't... I said... Well, I don't know if it counts as a query. She requested a full and I sent it to her and I screamed for about a week before she got back to me. And that was cool. That's always a fun week. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a great time and I was very stressed and I stress ate. <laughs> all the carbs, all the sugar. Oh my God, I, should, I shouldn't have done that. Um, and today I'm celebrating. So I'm, I'm tipsy before the podcast. So... I got friends over. Yay. I have friends. Can you fucking believe that shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's everything here. Just this, this this is gonna be a fun one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna be able to do anything. It's fine. That's okay. I'm incapacitated. Everything's fine. Oh, so that's my intro, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm Avery. Uh I write adult fantasy. Um what I am reading is I am also reading Forging a Nightmare. I am just finishing that up. And then what I'm working on is I am this close to finishing the sequel to my self-published book. I just have one scene I have to rewrite that I've been avoiding rewriting for like a month, maybe two. And it's the last thing I have to do. <laughs> and then I will be done. And otherwise, I am still sitting on sub with my other book where I it's there's like two weeks of me being chill and then like 30 minutes of me like internally screaming. And then I can go back to being chill for a while. And for those of you who don't may not know what being on oh, yeah. sub is, it's when you already have an agent and then the agent takes your books 
and they start slapping it into publisher faces and asking them to buy it. Yeah. It's a super comfortable <laughs> position to be in. And can take a very, very long time. Yeah, you might not even sell it. Also, somebody <laughs> in chat just says, I'm friends. So I'm assuming that's one of your <laughs> friends. Yes, everybody in chat. I see a couple friends in there. Uh, thanks for the congratulations. Yes. And it's so nice to see you guys in the in chat today. Yes, it's uh, nice to have people to talk to. So we're not just screaming at each other. Uh, hi. <laughs> They're never going to come again. I, I get this uh, privilege today because it's the week of my agent. Yeah like being i don't know i'm gonna stop that there because i don't know what i'm gonna say <laughs> uh today we're gonna be talking about sentence structure and how like changing up your sentence structure can make your writing stronger apparently this is our usual reminder that writing is not all about rules when we are writing we sometimes need to break them as well and break them all the time and get made fun of for it and we're both firm believers that if the rules feel too suffocating and overwhelming ignore them and just write your darn book yes write your dang dang book so the drink this episode is i did a layered or layered shot not a layered cocktail because each layer is like a different sentence structure and you put them all together and they make like a much more layered and complex drink. It's got caramel syrup, Mr. Black liqueur, and rum. So we're going to do this shot as a nice way to start off. And then I have another drink. And I actually have the same shot with me. I just, I'm not taking it because I'm trying to drink responsibly. So I'm just going to sit here and sip it. Yeah, that was very sweet. Drinking responsibly is really important okay. for your liver and your body. And my other drink is because we're celebrating DC's good news. I have sparkling wine. It's not technically champagne because. I'm not that fancy, but it is a sparkling white wine. So yeah, I'm going to let you start having opening thoughts, or do you want me to do the opening thoughts on sentence structure since... <laughs> you want me to have opening thoughts? Or do you want me to kind of uh, start talking so that you can respond? No, I can do it. I okay. can do it. Uh, you're done discussing your drink. So opening thoughts on sentence structure. So what we're talking about in regards to sentence structure is like, Varying sentence size, varying what's in the sentence, varying, I almost want to say words because like, there's like this thing that writers do where we were like hyper-focused on not putting like the same word in two consecutive sentences. It's weird. We're kind of messed up like that. Or like, for instance, starting two sentences in a row with I. Yes. Um, and then sometimes like we have to and we hate it because like it feels wrong to have two consecutive sentences begin with I, but you know, some people who are starting out, they don't, you know, that they're writing and you should do that. You should definitely just write. But once you're like polishing and stuff and you're trying to better your craft, once you've sort of settled into writing and you're like, okay, I can do this now. What do I do to sort of get to the next level? Sometimes some of us start worrying about sentence structure, mm -hmm. which is basically making your sentences different enough from one to two to three to, to be their own unique sentences to keep the reader interested while they're reading, mm -hmm. to keep them from skimming, keep them from getting bored or just feeling like the magic is lost or like it just, it, it keeps us engaged yeah. because humans are naturally curious creatures who love things that are different. We get bored and easily. We love, <laughs> love it when stuff is different. You know, I do actually have like a quote that I found that illustrates this. So, okay, here's the quote. This, this sentence has five words. Here are five more words. Five word sentences are fine, but several together become monotonous. Listen to what is happening. The writing is getting boring. 
The sound of it drones. It's like a stuck record. The ear demands some variety. So for contrast, we have the second paragraph. Now listen. I vary the sentence length and I create music. Music. The writing sings. It has a pleasant rhythm, a lilt, a harmony. I use short sentences. And I use sentences of medium length. And sometimes, when I am certain the reader is rested, I will engage him with a sentence of considerable length, a sentence that burns with energy and builds with all the impetus of a crescendo, the roll of the drums, the crash of the cymbals, sounds that say, listen to this, it is important. And that is a quote by Gary Provost. Yes. That is awesome. <laughs> yes, I believe this is... That's awesome. I know uh, Gary Provost wrote some books on writing and writing craft, and I believe this is from one of those. Awesome. So that kind of shows what we mean by the structure of the length of the sentences. Um, also, what we're going to see in my sample is the sameness of starting sentences the same way and ending sentences the same way, like you were talking about starting things with I too many times. That's what we're going to do next. Now, Avery, mm -hmm. if I haven't mastered this craft, am I a bad writer? Now, listen here, Avery. Some people just call themselves bad writers because they want to call themselves bad writers. They don't really know the definition of it. And... <laughs> I think everybody can always be a better writer. Literally everybody. Like, even people that people think are, like, the best writers. You can always try to improve. So I take offense to that. I'm a perfect writer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not a bad writer. You can't do this. <laughs> I do think it makes your writing more interesting if you vary it up. And that can always be a level up. So we could all try to level up. Okay. That was kind of the opening thoughts, really, kind of on what it is. Uh, do you want to go into the editing? Wow. We have, like, a lot of minutes left. <laughs> Are you sure you don't have any more banter? I'm <laughs> Additional banter. I am fine moving around and moving on. Wow. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move around. Let's do that. Okay. Do you want me to read it out loud or do you want to read it again? You better read it out loud, buddy. Okay. Well, usually you read it, but I didn't know if you wanted to this time. No, no, I don't. <laughs> and I, I, get to, I get to be the prince today. I get to sit around and be special because I got an agent <laughs> last week. So I get to be... You get to be pampered. I get to be pampered and wear a little diaper. <laughs> I'm going to stop. You just read it. <laughs> okay. All right. Cassandra grimaced as she yanked a brunch. Okay. Are you sure you can handle it? Are you sure you can handle this? Okay. Um, by the way, this is also from a very old piece of my writing. This is, if you remember our talk topic on um, dialogue tags and action beats where everybody was like exclaiming and suggesting this is the same book. If you notice that Avery's always got her writing here and I never have writing here and it's because my writing is perfect. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not. I, have, it's I wrote sucks. a lot of very, very bad words, so we have many to pick from. So, okay. Yes. I'm going to try to read this and read it like <laughs> coherently. Cassandra grimaced as she yanked a brush through her blonde hair. She was going to be late for work if she didn't hurry. She glanced at her alarm clock. 724. She cursed and brushed harder. She threw on some clothes and began to leave. She noticed something <laughs> on her door. A note was taped oh there. God. She furrowed her brow curiously, then pulled it off and noticed a tiny envelope attached to the bottom. We have one, two, three, four, five, six sentences in this very short section that start with, she did something. Was, was this paragraph born this way? This, or did you tweet? No, this is the paragraph. Be this 
<laughs> now I will say though the the sentence length is varied nicely in the first like four sentences. I like the she glanced at her alarm clock, seven twenty four. That's actually two different sentences. Yeah, that part's fine. It's probably the only part that's fine. Like I liked that. That was fun. And then it got really bad. And I'm like, how much of this did Avery edit to be this bad? Or how much of it like, was it born this The way? only thing I ever edit for these is punctuation. If I notice there's like weird or bad punctuation, I fix it. But like if there's a run on sentence, I'll put a period in it. But no, I don't change any of the actual words. I was a very bad writer for a very long time. Oh my gosh. Quote unquote bad right yeah no one's a bad quote-unquote bad writer that's uh no i've got a whole website well, on that go check it out it's bad inspiration yeah. so um yeah unfortunately you're still gonna have to do the typing yes i have some questions yes okay so this kind of goes back to something we've talked about previously i noticed there's not a lot going on mm -hmm. here. um first of all like basically there's she's doing stuff she's brushing her hair She's going to be late for work. She's glancing at her alarm clock and she's throwing on some clothes. But that is so boring. I know. <laughs> like, well, that's what's like, we're going to so like, add a whole bunch here and so, change what's happening. I think before we add anything, I need to know, like, what else is Cassandra dealing with? Because the thing is, is with, a, with, something, with something where your character is doing a mundane task day to day, you want to add something to that because you want the paragraph to be doing more than one thing. Mm -hmm. um, and in this case, there's a lot of room for that. So is there like something she's stressed about? Is she about to get dumped? Is she about to open up a hot dog stand? Is she like about <laughs> like, what, what is Cassandra about in the book that maybe we can like work into to this? Unfortunately, not a lot. So we can make up whatever we want. Great. Um, this but, was this was the I did the thing where the character I this is the first like page I just cut like the paragraph before this where she literally wakes up in the first paragraph and starts to get oh, ready. Um, so good. Um, but we'll say maybe maybe she's about to lose her job if she's late one more time. No, I'm the birthday boy. I get to decide. Okay, you get to decide. I want her nightmares to be uh. Um, what is it called when you get like, like a premonitions about who's going to die next? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's say she wakes up from a nightmare where someone dies. That's when we're writing this paragraph now. Okay. Because okay? I'm the birthday boy. I'm pampered today. <laughs> you get to do whatever you want. Sorry. I'm being a little bitch. You're going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Wow. Okay. So how do we integrate that? And how do we make these sentences better so they're not so boring? <laughs> I feel like I'm really on the hot seat now that I have just come up with the second subject. Now I have come up with something about Cassandra, and now I have to deal with that. Like Someone in chat said this turned into a thriller really quick. <laughs> <laughs> so do we, um, okay. do we want to show her waking up, or do we want to show her... Honestly, I think there was some element of premonition or something in it, because that's why she was named Cassandra, I think. I don't remember. I wrote this when I was like 50. <laughs> okay, let's say, so what I did, because sometimes when you need to lengthen sentences, you have to add more in mm -hmm. about like kind of what's going on. So we had to invent a second 
kind of thing mm-hmm. to be discussing here because otherwise we'd just be writing about her brushing her hair. Yeah. It's like she did this, she looked at the clock, she brushed her hair, a bunch of boring she did stuff. Yeah, and if you find yourself like unable to to lengthen your sentences because there's nothing going interesting going on, like try to step back and see if you can add something more and that sort of speaks to something else as well because it is okay and also like please do it to make sure that something else is going on in a paragraph. There's another episode about that. Go download all of our episodes. <laughs> Listen to everything. So what I did was I changed the first sentence to Cassandra left out of bed, panting and sweating and grimaced as she yanked a brush through her blonde hair. Where before the sentence was just Cassandra I... yanked a brush through her blonde hair. I do love so... that this makes it sound like she's like sleeping with her hairbrush. <laughs> she like wait she leaps out she of bed. leapt out of bed though okay she did leap out of bed like toward her dresser yes like okay i is it really invoke i'm following now <laughs> i was thinking like sat up in bed i was uh, apparently i'm not a very good reader right now <laughs> that's fine she leapt out of bed all the way to her dresser but we didn't write that in because she's brushing her hair and i, I assume yes. the reader would assume that she's not sleeping with her hairbrush but maybe she is we just don't know we don't, so, we don't judge. Next, next sentence. She yanked a hair, uh, she yanked a brush through her blonde hair. She was going to be late for work if she didn't hurry. Wow. First of all, we don't need that if she didn't hurry. If she's going to be late for work, that means she's got to go fast. Well, and also... Sonic the Hedgehog or Hmm. I'm thinking here. What? Because if the next thing she does is looking at her alarm clock and seeing the time, do we need to say she was going to be late? I think you need to say that after she looks at her alarm yeah. clock because I know why she wouldn't fucking know yeah. she's going to be late for work. Okay, so now, is there anything important being said in our chat? We have so many people here today. Yes, people are talking about the tiger. Someone said, um, 15. Oh, someone helped Cassandra. <laughs> said, I like 15 is the age of creative freedom and expression. It really is. Be- <laughs> being like a weird, I was a weird, weeby teenager, and that was where I learned a lot of creativity. Um, and then, yeah, someone was talking about anonymous tigers. We also have, I always sleep with my hairbrush and sometimes I accept my fate and not hurry for work. I, (laughs) I respect the philosophy. That is coming from somebody who I know is bald. (laughs) They do not sleep with their hairbrush. That's a lie. (laughs) You just got called out. You just got called out. Okay. (laughs) Because they left out of bed. Panting and sweating, uh, and grimaced as she yanked her brush through her blonde hair. She glanced at her alarm clock, 724. She was going to be late for work. I would change that to a fragment that says she glanced at her alarm clock, 724, late for work again. Ooh! I love that. And then we get rid so of you who want, she was. Fucking M-dashes. Yeah, some right M-dashes. Here's some M-dashes right Fucking M-dashes. Oh, that's spicy. Ooh, yeah, late for work. We writers love our M dashes. Oh yeah. Everybody comment about our M dashes in the <laughs> chat. Yeah. That's some sexy style right there. Oh, you know you're a good writer when you're using fucking M dashes. <laughs> Look at that. I am like high society right now. <laughs> okay, that actually works really well. So we've got now these first two sentences are relatively the same length now, but because of the M dashes. It kind of breaks it up. Awesome. And it breaks it up. 
And late for work again sort of gives her voice because she's speaking from her head, mm-hmm. right? We don't, we're not being told this shit. Yeah. It so makes it a really close head. POV, like a really close point of view. Exactly. Exactly. What the fuck did someone just say? This shit. They said dashes. This shit is getting out of hand. <laughs> we're wild. Yes. Wild party animals throwing M dashes everywhere. Fuck it. Two M dashes in the first sentence. Oh my God. Second sentence. It's a second sentence. We used you into it. So she glanced at her alarm clock, 724, late for work again. She cursed. She cursed and brushed harder. I don't think. I like this. Oh, you do like that? Okay. I like it because it's short and sweet. I think if we made it. Can we make it shorter? Is there a way to make that shorter? Because, see, when you do this, so, like, if you have two sentences that are perfect like these, because they are perfect in every way, because there are two M dashes, and y'all don't write into M dashes without it being perfect, <laughs> these are high society sentences. And when you have high society sentences, sometimes the next sentence, being a little lower society, is actually kind of cool. Like, that's the cool thing to do. Like, you have, like, two sentences that are super smart and intelligent with M dashes, and then, like, you make that next sentence like kind of crappy and it actually works. I agree with this. I agree with that 100%. My only concern okay. is that this whole podcast is supposed to be about varying sentence structure. And then the second sentence starts with she glanced. And then the third okay. sentence starts with she cursed. You know what? That's fair. What about cursing, comma, she brushed harder? Because then we're kind of adding a little interjection there that kind of changes the she did, she did, she did. It's still there, but you've got the little... Shit, I forget what that's well, called. I absolutely hating hate starting a sentence with an ing word. I think that is better. There's a word for that, what it's called, and I forget the ing word that you start off with. I, I do hate starting a sentence with an ing, but like plenty of people do it. It's literally something that I just hyper focus on. Uh, audience, tell us if you like this better or not, because I can't tell now. <laughs> do the work for us. We're done. There's enough of you in chat now. We don't need to care. I don't, you know, let's read it. Let's read it out loud okay. because when we're, when we're stumped, sometimes the best thing to do is read it out loud. Try it. Okay. You want me to read it again? Do you want me to read the whole thing yeah. or just up to the- Read it. Okay. Read I'll read it. the whole thing again. Yeah. It's not very long. Yeah, read it. Yeah. Cassandra leapt out of bed, panting and sweating and grimaced as she yanked a brush through her blonde hair. She glanced at her alarm clock, 724, late for work again. Cursing, she brushed harder. She threw on some clothes and began to leave. She noticed something on her door. A note was taped there. Okay, stop. Okay, stop. It hurts. <laughs> like, it wasn't so bad. When you read it out loud, I didn't yeah. really notice Until it. Until we got back to, like, that second half of the paragraph again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. So, before we do go on to the next sentence, though, um, which is, she threw on some clothes and began to leave. Now, that is a terrible sentence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> before we talk about why it's terrible, um, there are, look, there are some people out there, and there's also, like, a lot of editors, like, auto editors online like autocrit.com who doesn't, doesn't sponsor, uh, us. sponsor us they don't sponsor us they don't give us money um but they will tag paragraphs that have two sentences in it that start with the same word mm-hmm. and in this case if we left the sheet at the beginning of the sentence it would do that now there are plenty of great writers out there that do not adhere to this standard they they will use two sentences in the same paragraph with the same word in front of them but there are some authors like me <laughs> Who are really nitpicky about it, and they'll make sure that none of the sentences in the paragraph start with the same mm-hmm. word. So you could do that. You don't have to. Um, 
but it is a unique way of sort of bringing your paragraphs to life that not everybody has time and effort to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in my best interest, I want to change this she to something else. And also she threw on some clothes and began to leave. It's- no, I have a suggestion, maybe. Yes, I would love to hear um, that. Cut out the hole she threw on some clothes and began to leave and changed, changed it to something like on the way out, she noticed something on her door, or as she was leaving, she noticed something on her door. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that, because... Because that skips the... We know if she's leaving, she's not leaving in her pajamas, probably, hopefully, if she's going to work. I don't know what she does for a living, but we can make assumptions in this case. (laughs) I also really like this because, okay, so cursing, she brushed harder. As she was leaving, she noticed something on her door. Now, when I was starting out as a writer, I had this thing that I did. And I'm sure that there are other people out there that did this. When you write in every step, because you're not really, mm-hmm. you're not good enough at the craft to feel like time is passing or the, the reader's going to know where the character is if you don't describe every single step. This is something you can do. Like, you can say, um, you, you don't have to go through the, the character's entire process of waking up to leaving you can just sort of briefly mention it like the reader will understand if you move the character forward without describing how they got there yeah and you don't have to feel bad if you're one of those people who you know writes every step in because i've been there Mm -hmm. i'm sure avery's been there like where we just write every single thing that they do i kind of still do that when i'm drafting and then i just revise it out later yeah same and and that's okay so but here we're saying now she she brushed her hair and now she's leaving and that moves the character or that moves the reader along faster than the character uh, the reader's like wow we're really we're really going here so as she was leaving she noticed something on her door now this sentence is a bit the same size as the sentence before it mm-hmm. cursing she harder is there any way we can make this sentence one of those big juicy sentences that does a lot i was going to say like, instead of something on her door we could say she noticed a note taped to her door something like combining those two sentences but then we're still dealing with the sentence being the same length. I have an idea. Okay. Let's talk about that other subject that we mentioned, you know, because sometimes when you're having these trouble with sentence, uh, with sentence structure, it's because there's not enough going on in the scene. You're not getting a lot of everything else. So let's try making this paragraph to do two different things. Let's say, now this is going to be very tropey, okay? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, let's say, the nightmare swam in her head. Demons. M dash. <laughs> And dashes. Demons. Uh, what's other scary stuff? Uh, uh, pizza without sauce. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, let's see. Black clothing. White clothing. Okay. So I actually ended up making this two different sentences. Yes. Because I couldn't get it attached to the sentence. But, um... Basically, I've stuck in a long sentence to sort of break up the two short sentences to give her something to do yeah. while she's getting to the So I'm just going to read what I did. Uh, thank alcohol for this. Um, cursing, she brushed harder. The nightmare swam in her head. Demons, pizza without sauce, black clothing, white clothing, and a crying baby. But she tried to ignore it and ran for the door. As she was leaving, she noticed, oh, wait, 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 we can change the as she was leaving, she noticed something on her door. So now we can just say she noticed something, right? Because she's already at the door, right? She's already running for the door. She noticed something. 
a note was taped there. I like that. Do you like that? Into the door, she knows something. A note was taped there. Yeah, okay. I like that we split up. A note was taped there from she noticed something. I think you could technically call that, like, you could technically say she noticed a note taped there, but that wouldn't be fun. Yeah. You can't say she noticed a note was taped there because that's obvious. Like, yeah, but you can make it fun and make it seem more like she's panting if you have two short yeah. sentences right. I was going to say, we're doing, a, it's a pacing thing. Yeah. It's, we're kind of a, we're kind of controlling the pacing by splitting this into two sentences and making you pause for a second. It's kind of adding to yeah. that thriller feel that someone mentioned earlier. Yes. Um, we also have someone in chat asking for more dashes, and I think they're just trying to stir up trouble. <laughs> more images! You're trying to stir up trouble. You're trying to send this podcast south. <laughs> You're trying to make this podcast too highbrow. We're trying to hit the perfect amount of M dashes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um... So yeah, like when you use two short sentences like that, sometimes, especially if your character is having a bit of anxiety, those two short sentences feel like they almost equate to a character panting because you're like, she ran for the door. She noticed something. A note was taped there. Like that can actually feel like anxiety. Mm -hmm. That can feel like a heartbeat, you know, like, and you know, you sort of start to train yourself to notice these things and it can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're controlling how, how yeah. people read it. Exactly. So the next sentence is, she furrowed her brow curiously, then pulled it off and noticed a tiny envelope attached to the bottom. This is so lowbrow compared to <laughs> all the highbrow sentences we've written with all of these M dashes, Avery. I'm going to leave it to you to fix it because... Well, first of all, bare minimum, we need to get rid of that curiously. Get rid of it. Because if she furrowed her brow, we know what that means. We know. We've, we have a whole episode on adverbs. They're not all bad, but that one wasn't doing anything for this sense. It was not helping things. I'm I'm reading, she furrowed her brow, then pulled it off and noticed a tiny envelope attached to the bottom. Well, we have noticed before, so we definitely want to get rid of notice. Um, a note was taped there. And realized. Realized instead of notice? Yeah. I don't know. We're probably going to ditch that anyway, but... The road to hell is paved with adverbs, the chat says. Thanks, Stephen King, you big asshole. <laughs> I think I have no, a bookmark that says King. that. I think I got it from that uh, scribbler box. Um, she furrowed her brow, then pulled it off and realized a tiny envelope was attached. But we don't have a was. But this that whole sentence just feels... Was or was is they're gone. Yeah. That sentence feels yeah. clunky to me. It's super clunky. I hate it. I don't like it. The note was taped there. I like the shortness of a note was taped there. But I kind of want to say a note was taped there with an envelope attached. I don't know. Uh, I've had. I've... We're gonna have to throw in another M dash if you want that envelope to be attached to the bottom in that particular sentence because that is just, man, I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, I think we're. I think we've hit our M dash quota. We can't use any more M dashes in this uh, paragraph. Four is already too highbrow. She furrowed her we brow. We want this to be <laughs> as she, she furrowed her brow as she. We already have noticed. Instead of the then pulled it up, this is a lot harder after a shot and almost two glasses of <laughs> sparkling wine. Um, I just, the, the important part of the sentence is that she sees the envelope because she's going to open the envelope and see what's inside of it. The question is, why is there a note and an envelope? I don't know what 15-year-old me was thinking. <laughs> I don't know. I was just about to ask that. I'm like, why is there a note and an 
Oh. Oh, because there's like a there's like a ring in it or something. But we don't need that. We're just gonna pretend there's not. Because wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa. What wait, wait. Wait, we can we we need the ring for the story, Avery. You can't just take my ring out of my book because I am very attached to the ring that needs to be there. It was like a scavenger hunt and they had to find all the rings. They were different colors. It was very rainbow. Uh, <laughs> but yes, that's why there's an envelope because the note says like there's a scavenger hunt. Here's the first clue and then the envelope has the ring in it. Hold on, I got this. I got this. Okay. We're not, we're going to get rid of the brow furrowing totally. We don't need that. We don't need it. So what I did was, I, okay, so now it says she noticed something. A note was taped there. At the bottom, an envelope. And when she plucked it off, there was a tiny ring inside. Yes, that's one of our kind of longer okay. sentences. It's got some phrases in it. You're a genius. Yes. Yes. See? See what I did there? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yes. So. Okay. Um, I like this. Should Do you want me to read the whole thing? I think we should read the old one first. And then read the new one because I think they are very vastly different. Like, and I think it's very exciting to see. Like, it'll be exciting for our readers to hear mm -hmm. readers. Wow, listeners, listeners, you know, it'll be exciting for them to hear okay. sort of the difference a thing makes. So, but I'm going to read the old one and then I'll scroll back up and read the new one. Okay, so the before version, Cassandra grimaced as she yanked a brush through her blonde hair. She was going to be late for work if she didn't hurry. She glanced at her alarm clock, seven twenty-four. She cursed and brushed harder. She threw on some clothes and began to leave. She noticed something on her door. A note was taped there. She furrowed her brow curiously, then pulled it off and noticed a tiny envelope attached to the bottom. That's exhausting to read, by the way. It's so bad. Okay. Now I know how you feel having to read these snippets of <laughs> I like, sometimes I wonder if the people who like download these and listen to these, like they're exhausted listening to us read the shitty it's, one. Did we get? I will say it's worse reading it. Like, it's like they want to skip while they're driving, you know, like it's, and they can't because they're driving. That's very dangerous. It's worse reading it. I can tell you because I'm normally the one listening. Okay. So back to the, our refreshed version. Yes. Read it. Cassandra leapt out of bed, panting and sweating, and grimaced as she yanked a brush through her blonde hair. She glanced at her alarm clock, M dash, 724, M dash, late for work again. Cursing, she brushed harder. The nightmare swam in her head. Demons, pizza without sauce, black clothing, white clothing, and a crying baby. But she tried to ignore it and ran for the door. She noticed something. A note was taped there. At the bottom, an envelope. And when she plucked it off, there was a tiny ring inside. I love it. So much better. I love it. And I don't know anything about Cassandra. So, like, so that bit that we did in the beginning where I decided that, you know, she was going to have a nightmare. Um, that can be whatever is happening in your book, right? Like, we could have had Cassandra do anything. Like, her life could have been about anything. And we could have added it into the sentence. Because you said that yeah. this is the first paragraph of a book. Well, it's like, it's in the first page. There's, there's like a paragraph okay. or two before this. But like, as this is right now, this could almost be an opening paragraph just because we've added mm -hmm. so much about Cassandra into the paragraph. Because when you're writing, you know, you really want to do more than one thing with a paragraph because if you're only doing one thing, typically it will read very slow. It, it needs something. And usually when it needs something, it's the other part of the story because we don't want to read about somebody brushing their hair we want to read about that bitch who just <laughs> woke up from a nightmare and is having like some serious shit going on and is brushing her hair because she's got a mundane job at work that she's got to get to that she's late to but 
meanwhile, she's like prophesizing all these people with like eating pizza without sauce, <laughs> black clothing, white clothing. This is fucking terrifying, my people. Like, and she's loving it, you know, but she's got this mundane job. It's getting in the way. <laughs> She can't deal with demons if she's got a mundane job. I, it's funny, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is, it's real. Like, and that's, and when you put that in this the paragraph, it becomes very big, very fast. And suddenly you're like, whoa, I gotta know more. The uh, chat had a really interesting note, which was, I have to say, her waking up panting and sweating makes me think she must have just had a sex dream. A good sex dream. <laughs> I'm talking Jason Momoa good. Yes. I mean, it could go yes. either way. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there is no reason that this woman cannot be having nightmares about demons fucking her. (laughs) Monster sex can be... I was going to say, is that a nightmare? Is it a nightmare, though? Maybe she was dreaming. The dream. Oh, look, see? We get just one little word change. Like, oh, the the sensual dream swam in her head. (laughs) Demons, pizza without sauce, black clothing, white clothing, no clothing, <laughs> and a baby crying. Um, I love that, like, the pizza without sauce has now become, like, a fetish. <laughs> That's going to be on one of our shirts someday. <laughs> pizza without sauce, the new fetish. Um, I was going to say, anybody who's gone back and listened to our back episodes knows about how, in the things you have been reading, I've got some some good monster smut recommendations in there. So, wow. cheers. And the monster smut. Yeah, cheers. And Jason Momoa also. Yes, good. <laughs> We're going down after this. Our podcast. We are going down to like a weird. Like Sarah's going to email and be like, I'm sorry. I listen to your podcast and I just, I can't. <laughs> I hope that doesn't No, happen. that's not going to happen. We had plenty of episodes up before. So yeah, we've we're kind of hitting the winding down stage so if anybody has any questions about the topic or the weird past the conversation has meandered down (laughs) feel free to like post some questions in the chat i don't know if there are any questions this is all very serious stuff with answers you can post questions while we uh go back and forth for five minutes here trying to think if there's any other like last minute thoughts (laughs) Okay, so I, you know, I actually did have one thing that I wanted to sort of peruse a bit. And that's that we don't have any one word sentences in this paragraph. Mm-hmm. And I really like one word sentences, uh, especially fuck. That's a good one. I love the one word sentence fuck. Um, it's very good. So instead of saying cursing, you could say fuck. Because then it says fuck. She brushed harder. But then you end up with two she's in your paragraph starting actually you notice three there's three here but sometimes i think we sometimes it doesn't matter yeah i think we've broken it up enough that it's not getting monotonous yeah we're gonna hope because now it says she glanced at her alarm clock 724 late for work again fuck she brushed harder that's not really distracting to me no. there are two she's at the beginning of the sentences there but like it's a it's fun She's saying fuck. Fuck is always fun. We love fuck on this podcast. Uh, and yeah, it doesn't. That's why you don't you don't always have to be like me. Like I would sit and sweat over this paragraph for hours because of the she's. But then I get nothing fucking done <laughs> for an hour because I can't figure out how to make the she's go away. Sometimes you just got to blow it off and just let it happen. You know? Yeah. It's so. 
We do have one sort of question in chat, which is to share something happy, positive, joyful. <laughs> oh my God, was the podcast episode really that bad? <laughs> like, man, this something is a bummer. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. Oh my gosh. Um. Well, my happiness is that monster sex is so palatable to everybody these days everybody just accepts it and i remember when i was a young boy <laughs> growing up my my parents really didn't like the fact that i was looking at monster sex and they thought maybe i should stop but i feel like now now it's more widely acceptable now it's thanks thing. to all the indie publishers who have done such a great job publishing monster sex which, you know what? I'm going to make sure that we get a list of those on our website. I will. I'll put them in the show notes. Because I feel like those indie publishers really deserve a, a good nod. Because they're they're publishing stuff that not everybody is aware of or excited about yet. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of those authors who write those short stories, they're, they're very consent-driven as well. Yes. Because you, you're dealing with monsters, you know? You, like, you got to be like, the consent, like, you know, some people get a lot of shit for it, right? But the thing about it is, is I think that a lot of the people that write that sort of stuff, they really involve consent. And it's because it's mm -hmm. so important in a situation where you have a, an individual that's not human. And um, those writers tend to be very good at it. Like they, they really make consent a big, a big deal. And some of the anthologies I've seen posted by some of those indie publishers, which I'm so sorry, I can't remember off the top of my head, but we'll get a yeah. list of them on the website. There are some small presses. Um, I know they kind of, they're not 100% monster press, but they kind of lean towards the Gothic. They do a lot of queer stuff. Um, Nyx does a lot of stuff. Nyx publishing. Um, I think I haven't read their stuff, but I think it's all short fiction, but I think Neon Hemlock does some really kind of interesting stuff. And then there are some, some independent, like self-published authors that I will put in the show notes. Cause I have a handful of those as well. Um, yeah. someone asked, do you think looking at sentence structure like this compares it all to the cadence rhythm in poetry? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I am pentameter is a huge deal. Um, we actually have i feel like don't we have a, an episode on that it's not a whole episode but it I'll, i will once again hunt down and put in the show notes uh, i don't remember which episode but we talked about the cadence of a cadence of what you're saying and listening to how it flows and we did mention uh iambic meter and it part of that is reading your work out loud which dc has mm -hmm. always told me to do and for a long time i did because yes. i didn't want to and i still hate it but i do it but yeah, it does just knowing how work flows, uh, because there are readers, I'm one of them, who hear the words in their head and how they rise and fall, much like poetry, um, helps uh, some of my favorite authors that have very lyrical prose. Oh, I think it might have been in the lyrical, lyrical purple and invisible prose episode that we mentioned that. When you talk about lyrical prose, a lot of them really pay attention to cadence and it is almost like poetry. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 very important, especially because audiobooks are so big now. And the thing about those is it's like someone's gotta read that. Like, and it's really important to have your book on audio because you know that's what a lot of people listen to on their their drives to work or like just when they're cleaning the house and stuff like that. And like you really want those available. And if your work doesn't really translate to audio very well, it becomes very it's a difficult sell mm -hmm. and you really want to read both ways. And sometimes this 
this sort of thing helps. You'll find, you know, as, as Avery and I were reading this, it got easier to read it with our normal voice. Yeah. The more we added the, the, the sentence structure, like the more we sort of broke it up because that's how we talk. We don't, we talk in fragments. We don't really talk in complete sentences and just sort of adopting some of that. Not all of it, because sometimes the way we talk is also very useless. <laughs> so definitely don't adopt all of it. Don't add in all the ums and uhs yes. and wait a minute. It can, because some people do, and it, it does waste a lot of time, you know, when you do that. Every once in a while, they're welcome. But, you know, you want to you wanna have a good balance. And, uh, yeah, doing that can be beneficial in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree. That's what I have to say. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yes. We're a little bit early, but I think I've kind of said everything I want to say. Yeah, I feel really good about what we did today. Yeah, I was really curious what we were going to do. <laughs> that hope everybody enjoyed us. But yeah, I think I'm good. I think I'm good uh, too. Let's see. Our next episode is on May 27th. And I'm very excited to announce we will be having a very special interview with a guest author, Patricia A. Jackson, author of Forging a Nightmare. And I'm super excited to talk to her. It's the second guest we've had yes. on uh, Anna's writing. And I'm just super tough because Patricia seems like an awesome person yes. and with a hilarious sense of humor. And she wrote a great book. Yes. In case you were wondering why we've both been reading the same book lately, Buddy Reading. Yes. yes. I will also say that um, we will be doing an interview and we will be asking some more unusual questions than the usual ones that you usually get because a lot of not not yes. not to criticize because I do learn a lot from other author interview podcasts but um they kind of have the ground covered so we're going to do some some little zanier things yeah it should be fun it should be very fun so yeah you can find everything about the podcast that you need at our website and it's writing.com you can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podcatchers, anywhere you listen, we should be there. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at And It's Writing for episode updates and notifications. Um, if you like what you're hearing, you can come join our Discord group. We get to hang out, chat, chill, yeah. get corrected on things we fucked up on previous episodes uh, so that I can add correction notes. Tell me how you really feel. Join our Discord and tell me how you yeah. really feel. About Today we got a correction. And it was a very polite correction. It was somebody's like, you mentioned this thing. And I was like, oh, that was wrong. Okay, we're going to go post a correction. Um, really? Yeah. It was just, I referred to the wrong piece of media when I was talking about something. Oof. Because apparently I don't remember which show is which. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you can come and like criticize us all you want. It's fine. As long as you're yeah. polite about it and not like being really mean. We're all cool with that. Yeah. Um, also, we'd love it if you left us a rating on iTunes or Spotify, as it does really help others find us. Thanks, guys, for coming. Thank you, and we will see you again soon. Bye. Bye.